the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. With SRN News, I'm Michael Harrington in Washington. One of the world's most wanted terrorists has been killed. Abu Bakar al-Baghdadi is dead. President Trump addressing the nation from the White House this morning. The United States has been searching for Baghdadi for many years. Capturing or killing Baghdadi has been the top national security priority of my administration. No U.S. personnel were killed in the special forces raid that led to the explosion that took the life of the ISIS leader in a small village in Syria this weekend. He had kept a low public profile in recent years. About 180,000 residents have been ordered to evacuate towns in and around northern California's Sonoma County wildfire. A wider area is also being affected and power outages are coming. This is SRN News. Hugh Hewitt has advice to combat biased journalists. When they ask the same question over and over again after you give them the perfectly legitimate response, then when they ask it a third time, you say, when you ask a question three times like this, you are actually acting as an arm of the Democratic Party. And everybody out there watching know that you are a Democrat attempting to get me with a gotcha question. That is free advice. The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 5 on AM 1280. The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. The best and longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities is right here on The Patriot. Join Mitch Berg and Brad Carlson of the Northern Alliance Radio Network every Saturday and Sunday afternoon at 1, because each week the NARN brings you the best in local, political, and conservative talk. It's the NARN, Saturday and Sundays, 1 to 3, right here on The Patriot. Let's take a look at your Twin Cities forecast from the Great Plains Windows and Doors Weather Center. Slight chance of rain with a high of 44. And we got Hour 1 of the Brad Carlson Show of the NARN starting right now. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T-minus three, two, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan, here is the closer, Brad Carlson. AM 1280 The Patriot. It is the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with another edition of the broadcast we like to call the closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning into our show today. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take your phone calls at 651-289-4488. If you'd like to weigh in via Twitter, feel free to do so. Just use hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Hashtag NarnShow for any comments or questions. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. And I'm going to apologize in advance. There may be several pauses during my uh, various monologues as I hit the cough button and take a swig of water or 
Oh, I don't know. Cough? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I got uh, got some, uh, an annoying ailment. It's been dogging me the last three days. I pretty much sat in my recliner yesterday with my hood over my head, uh, trying, you know, just not feeling well at all. I think I had cookie dough and, and almonds for dinner, if that kind of tells you where well, I'm that, at. Well, that sounds delicious. Yeah, it does, but it's not very nutritious, let's no. be honest. But uh uh, you know, it's just it's one of those points when you get to when you get to feeling that like that, you really don't care much about anything. So uh, I apologize for those of you Narn listeners who went out to see Mitch's band last night, Elephant in the Room. I was fully planning on going, and then I uh, just got to feeling uh, awful Friday evening, and it just carried right in through yesterday. And uh, no sore throat today, so that's the one great bit of news. Very good news, as a matter of fact, because uh, that was just oh, felt awful sore throat. And uh, does feel like my head's going to explode a little bit, and. Um, whatnot, but <clears throat> we shall get through it, and, because there's a lot to cover, as there always is, week in and week out, and uh, by the way, don't forget, uh, in hour number two, former KSTP-TV and CARE 11 sports anchor Tom Ryther is going to be joining us in the studio. This is a thrill for me. I've lived in the Twin Cities the entire 50 years of my life, and Tom Ryther was one of, well, many personalities that kind of was around in my formative years, delivering the news, in this case, sports news. He was with KSTP from 71 to 78 and then joined CARE 11 in the late 70s where he where he was until 1991 when he was let go and he filed an age discrimination suit, which he won. So, yeah, there, he talks about that in his new book, The Hummelsheim Kid. Uh, it's, uh, it's a hat tip to uh, the street he grew up in, St. Louis. He grew up on Hummelsheim Avenue in St. Louis. So uh, I had the opportunity to read his book, very good book. So we've got lots to talk about. I, I'll be honest with you. I was familiar enough with Tom's work here in the Twin Cities where I didn't really need a book to have a lot of questions about him, but there's so much more to him than his stint here in the Twin Cities. So that's going to be coming up at uh, 2 o'clock. Uh, hopefully he doesn't stiff me like Fran Tarkenton did. Uh, Wait, Fran Tarkenton stiffed you once? I'll have to tell you that story sometime. Interesting. But, yeah, because like I say, uh, Fran Tarkenton was a childhood hero of mine, of course, because I first started following the Vikings when he was at the end of his career. And, uh, yeah, he, he was coming on to promote a book, and he ended up blowing me off. So, oh, uh, kind of like how he blew it in those Super Bowls, huh? I'm not, I'm not bitter at all. So. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, I digress. Uh, we do want to get to some uh, the obligatory impeachment talk. And when this first, you know, again, this is a, a high-profile version of crying wolf because the Democrats have been looking to impeach President Trump pretty much since he got elected. Pretty much since the Steele dossier was released between the time he was elected and inaugurated. And the Mueller report, which they were pinning all of their hopes on, turned out to be a dud. No, uh, nothing to bring him up on impeachment. They, they totally sold out to the fact that Trump was a Russian agent or, 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 a, Russian, or a foreign asset to the Russians and helping and thus Russia interfered in the U.S. elections in 2016 on behalf of Trump. And Trump was complicit in that. Well, the Mueller report showed that that was not the case. Were there some serious improprieties within the Trump administration? Sure there was. But because the Democrats so sold out on the fact that he was a foreign agent and treason or something, uh, and when that didn't come to fruition, they had proverbial egg on their face. Well, there were some in the Progressive Caucus that were sold out, still wanted to go forward, with impeachment, but Leader Pelosi, Speaker Pelosi, realized that it was a <clears throat> it was a futile exercise, exercise in futility. wasn't going to do it. Well, finally, uh, when there was uh, a report that came out that Trump had a 
conversation with then newly elected Ukrainian President uh, Volodymyr Zelensky, and a whistleblower apparently came forward and said, uh, President Trump promised the new Ukrainian leader uh, a favor if the Ukrainian leader would dig up some dirt on uh, Trump's potential Democrat opponent in the presidential race in 2020, Joe Biden. So right away, the Democrats moved on impeachment. Trump says, wait, no, none of that happened. I'll release the phone, the transcript of the phone call tomorrow, and you can see for yourself. Well, no matter, Nancy Pelosi finally acquiesced, I believe it was on Tuesday, saying, yeah, we're going to move forward with impeachment articles, You know, in, at least an impeachment inquiry to see if there's anything there. All right? Didn't even wait till the transcript came out. Well, the transcript came out on Wednesday morning, and when stuff like this happens, we're in such a cycle, and it's kind of depressing, in my opinion, that Trump's most ardent supporters, no matter what is being shown in this transcript, are going to say, ah, see, it's a big nothing burger. You know, there was no quid pro quo. He didn't promise the Ukrainian president anything in exchange for digging up dirt on Biden. There's, say there was nothing there. And the Democrats will say, you know, will shift the goalposts to say, ah, see this, see this here. Um, they're, they're definitely, you can connect the dots here. Trump asked for a favor specifically after the Ukrainian president said, you know, uh, we need to buy some of those uh, <clears throat> some of those defense missiles from you. So typically something like that, it's it's always in between. And one of the first reasonable pieces I saw was from Philip Klein of the Washington Examiner. Now, the Washington Examiner is a right of center publication. And Philip Klein, who no fan of Trump, but has defended Trump on some issues when he's been un, unfairly uh, criticized. Okay. But he's no Trump supporter. And, <clears throat> you know, the Trump supporters, ardent Trump supporters, will dismiss Philip Klein's piece as, well, Philip Klein was always an anti Trump guy. But try to refute the things that he says in here. I'll read a little bit of his, of Klein's piece after I take a drink of water, of course. Gotta right. hydrate to dominate. Excuse me. All right. The release of the transcript of President Trump's call with Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky was not the dud that Trump and his allies have been presenting it to be. It's very bad news for Trump. The defense of Trump is that, yes, he may have asked a foreign leader to investigate his political rival Joe Biden, but that there was no quid pro quo. While at no point did Trump explicitly say, investigate Biden or else, Trump does state quite clearly all of the things that the United States does for Ukraine before transitioning into his asks, among which are that Zelensky investigate Biden. Reading the full transcript and, excuse me, understanding the broader context, it's hard to avoid the conclusion that Trump was using the power and influence of the United States to advance his own political interests rather than the national security interests of the nation. There was not much talk about what Ukraine could do for American America's interests in the region and a lot more talk about what he could do for Trump personally that would benefit him politically. You, of course, can find the transcript anywhere online, but here's what jumped out at me. After Trump congratulates Zelensky on his election victory and they exchanged pleasantries, Trump said, I will say that we do a lot for Ukraine. We spend a lot of effort and a lot of time much more than the European countries are doing, and they should be helping you more than they are. After singling out Germany, Trump said, a lot of the European countries are the same way, so I think it's something you want to look at, but the United States has been very good to Ukraine. I wouldn't say it's reciprocal necessarily, because things are happening that are not good, but the United States has been very, very good to Ukraine. 
After Zelensky agreed, the Ukrainian president also mentions, we are almost ready to buy more javelins from the United States for defense purposes. Trump immediately follows up by saying, I would like you to do us a favor, though, because our country has been through a lot and Ukraine knows a lot about it. Excuse me. So here's Trump having emphasized how much great stuff the U.S. does for Ukraine that isn't reciprocated, now asking for a favor. The first favor has to do with getting the government to cooperate with the Department of Justice's investigation into Ukraine's meddling in the 2016 election. Quote, I would like you to find out what happened with this whole situation with Ukraine. They say CrowdStrike, he said. I guess you have one of your wealthy people, the server, they say Ukraine has it. They are a lot of thi- there are a lot of things that went on in the whole situation. I think you're surrounding yourself by some of the same people. I would like to have the Attorney General call you or your people, and I would like you to get to the bottom of it. As you saw yesterday, that whole nonsense ended with a very poor performance by a man named Robert Mueller, an incompetent performance, but they say a lot of it started with Ukraine. Whatever you can do, it's very important that you do it if that's possible. After Zelensky talks about how he intends to appoint good people and that his assistant already spoke to Trump's personal lawyer, Rudy Giuliani, who he hopes will visit Ukraine and meet with him, Trump follows up with good because I heard you had a prosecutor who was very good and he was shut down, and that's really unfair. Now, what he's, what Trump is talking about there is that Biden wanted the prosecutor there fired that was looking into his son's business dealings, Hunter Biden's business dealings, and that if he wasn't, that U.S. was would withhold aid. I mean, there's a video of Biden talking about that very thing. So in reading this and in reading the transcript, this, see, this is this is— Trump's arrogance on full display is he says, well, I'll release a transcript. You, you show that show there's nothing wrong. And then people read it and you say, yeah, see, there's nothing wrong. Well, yeah, you're not saying, you know, like Philip Klein indicates, investigate Biden or else. OK, yeah, there's not a, an explicit quid pro quo, but could you connect the dots based on what was said here in the transcript? Of course you can. And yet for Trump to come back and say, well, you see, it's a big nothing burger. Supporters, same thing. All right. Well, it's not nothing. Does it reach the level of, of, of being of being a crime or treasonous? Well, I pretty much a lot of the legal experts, even those who aren't necessarily friendly to Trump, will say, well, no. But as has been talked about, impeachment isn't about legalese as much as it is about political. Can you prove that the president of the United States is not fit to serve the country, is not fit to command that office? That's really what impeachment is all about. And so this is something, you know, a lot of things have happened to Trump, and everybody, you know, all the never-Trumpers have been salivating, wringing their, rubbing their hands together, saying, oh, this is where we got him. We finally got him. Okay, as someone who opposed Trump every single solitary step of the way during the Republican primary, I've been there many, many, many times, <clears throat> and it never came to fruition. But uh, this is something that I don't think is going to go away. I do have a question for you. Do you think this is the most momentum the Democrats have had in terms of impeachment, though? Well, that's an excellent point. Uh, the problem is the Democrats can't help but uh, step on their own rakes. Like you have Adam Schiff, who is the head of the, the lead Democrat on the Intelligence Committee in the House, coming out and reading, it, reading something from the transcript that wasn't in the transcript. And people are like, uh, Representative Schiff, what are you doing? That wasn't in the transcript. And, well, well, I'm just reading a parody of it. Wait, what? 
this is what you're doing. That this is a this is a rather serious situation here, and 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 you're parroting what's in the transcript. That's rather inappropriate. Okay, and then recently you get Nancy Pelosi, House Speaker Pelosi, saying basically saying, "Well, we're going to do a lot of these things behind closed doors, drop these impeachment articles, not have a public hearing. Okay, not be transparent at all, just do it behind closed doors." And yet they and the, and the Democrats will say, "Yeah, this is the most momentum we've had." Well, hey, let's go ahead and take a two-week recess. I mean, okay, if this is a matter of an emergency here, why aren't you tending to this right now? Okay? But yet they're drafting all of this stuff behind closed doors. And you're having, again, the lead Democrat in the intelligence community reading some sort of parody. So that tells me they're just they're just playing a bunch of games here. But is there is there some there there? Most certainly. Um, but one of the common sentiments from anti-Trump people this past week was when the Trump's most ardent supporters came out and supported him and just kind of dismissed it, saying, oh, see, another nothing burger. You people are desperate. Okay, Russia, it went from Russia, Russia, Russia to Ukraine, Ukraine, Ukraine. Trump's going to win 40 states. You're just doing it to yourselves. This isn't politically popular, yada, yada, yada. Uh, While all that, while this may not be popular politically, if there was some wrongdoing, I don't care if it's popular politically. You need to get to the bottom of it. But my point is, and I'll, and I'll talk about this in the next segment, is a lot of these never Trumpers came out and says, "My God, these these never these ardent Trump supporters, these MAGA people, is there nothing Trump can do to lose their support? It's very obvious there's some impropriety here. Are these people not smart enough to realize that, and yet they're still going to support him unequivocally? And my answer is, I'm not going to question the intelligence of these people at all, that are supporting Trump no matter what he does. But yeah, they're going to continue to support him no matter what happens. You want to know why? I'll tell you why when we come back in the next segment, and we'll take your phone calls as well, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow, hashtag NARNShow. Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back in mere moments. Don't know where. Sebastian Gorka here for Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that was formulated by doctors to help your body deal with inflammation and pain. The reason I've told so many of my friends about the three-week quick start is because as we get older, occasional aches and pains can be a real problem, keeping you from sleeping through the night or doing the things you love and need to do, like taking walks or playing golf, going up or downstairs, or simply playing with your kids or grandkids. Tens of thousands are now like me, glad they ordered the three-week quick start for just nineteen ninety-five. After years of back pain, I found relief, and I believe you could too. Folks, this is why the father and son owners of Relief Factor, Pete and Seth Talbot, created the three-week quick start, and they discounted it to only nineteen ninety-five. Approximately 70% of those who order it go on to order more. Let's see if we can get you out of pain too. Go to relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com, or call 800-500-8384. National competition for your business is eating away at your customer base faster than you can keep up. It's as if they have a back room of digital marketing minions swallowing your customers one by one. And it's not a pretty sight. 
What if you could beat them with your own minions? You need Salem Surround, a full-service digital agency with all your digital marketing under one roof. When a potential customer searches for your product, do they find your business or the competition? Is your contact information accurate and everywhere it should be to reach today's digital consumer? Does your website have all the right tools to turn visitors into leads? We've got some solutions. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and to help get your message in front of today's digital audience. Audience. We'll help deliver customers by putting your business message in the right place at the right time. Don't just invest in a marketing strategy. You need to surround your target audience. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. Imagine doing one thing that gives you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. Think it would be worth it? Hi, it's Mike Gallagher, inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour through the land of Israel in December of 2019. Come with me to get first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. We'll learn about the geopolitical, economic, and spiritual dynamics of one of the most fascinating places on Earth. And you'll share experiences that will change how you view the world. Walk the ancient temple steps. Touch the Western Wall, sail on the Sea of Galilee, pray on the Mount of Beatitudes. The list goes on. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your chance. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. The 10-Day Stand with Israel Tour, December 2019. Join Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher on the Stand with Israel Tour, December 2nd to the 11th. Register at am1280thepatriot.com. Welcome back, AM 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. It is me, Brad Carlson, here to take your phone calls. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag Narn Show. That's hashtag NARN Show for any comments or questions. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. So I left off the last segment by uh, saying I'm going to respond to those who are just incredulous how the most ardent Trump supporters can continue to be in his corner despite the fact the things he says and does. And now this latest thing where it was very obvious he was uh, trying to prod the new uh, Ukrainian president into doing something that would benefit Trump politically. You could justify it if it would benefit the United States, certainly. I mean, you want to develop a a relationship like that if it's going to benefit the country as a whole. But if it's going to just benefit Trump politically, then I'm sorry, that's that's not a good look. And all of a sudden, when there's impeachment that comes up and the question is, is this is this man fit to be commander in chief? Well, that's something they're going to have to hash out in, in the House where uh, if they vote to impeach him, you know, it just takes a simple majority, 218 votes in the U.S. House. Then, in order to be convicted and thus removed from office, you have to have a two-thirds majority in the Senate. Now, would they have two-thirds in the Senate? Well, that would require 67 senators. All right, there's 52 Republicans and 48 Democrats. I'm sorry, 53 <clears throat> Republicans and 47 Democrats. So if all 47 Senate Democrats vote for impeachment, you're going to need to have 20 Republicans vote for it as well in order for Trump to be convicted on these articles of impeachment. Do they, do they, is there 20? I'm skeptical of that, although there have been some that have come out and said, oh, well, Jeff, 
Uh, Jeff Flake, former Arizona senator, came out and said, well, I believe there would be about 30 Republican senators that would come out and vote for Peach. I was like, what, 30? Seriously? I'd, I'd like to see the sourcing on that. Of course, it's one of those things, well, I heard from, uh, from someone who heard from someone, whatever. Uh, but the point is, People ask, how in the world can the MAGA crowd stick by Trump when there's some very obvious impropriety in these transcripts? And I'd like to answer that question with a question. Now, I'm not playing whataboutism or anything else, but let, let me let me draw this out a little bit. Uh, do you remember when uh, the Obama administration spied on reporters from the Associated Press, bugged their phones because the Associated Press, Associated Press reported on a story, uh, something about some plans of a battle operation in the Middle East, and the AP reported on it? Or how about when the Obama administration spied on Fox News reporter James Rosen? James Rosen in 2009 reported that North Korea was going to respond to U.S. sanctions on their country by employing more nuclear tests. And of course, James Rosen cited a source, I believe within the uh, CIA, somewhere in the intelligence community, and the Obama administration's uh, spot not only in his phone, his personal phone, but his parents' phones, phone lines, to try to maybe glean information where he got where he got this uh, info. Uh, how about Fast and Furious? Remember that Fast and Furious, the gun walking scandal, where the United States deliberately let guns go into Mexico, and what they were what they were going to do is attach some sort of technological advi- device, tracking device, to these weapons to see how uh, the cartel would distribute these. Well, they lost track of these guns. And one of these guns wound up in the hands of a member of the some Mexican gang that ended up killing border agent Brian Terry. Okay? How about uh, the IRS scandal, where Lois Lerner, the head of the IRS, where she basically, there were emails that were released that showed she was very hostile to conservative causes, specifically the Tea Party. The Tea Party was not, their tax-exempt status was delayed, and therefore they could not engage in the political process and political activism until you know they got their uh, tax-exempt status. You know, it was a 501, <clears throat> 501c3, I believe it was, they were applying for, and it was deliberately delayed because Lois Lerner, the head of the IRS, didn't like their politics. Of course, we all remember Benghazi. That took place on September 11, 2012, when the Obama administration sent out Susan Rice on all the Sunday shows to say that it was a YouTube video that someone in the United States had put together that inflamed radical Islam, and therefore they decided to take their revenge out on the U.S. consulate in Benghazi, Libya. Well, it turns out it was an orchestrated terror attack. And as it was dug deeper, uh, Ambassador Stevens at the U.S. consulate in Benghazi was asking for more support because they were feeling uh, they were feeling pressure from radical Islamic elements in the region, and they weren't feeling safe, and those requests were ignored or not tended to, right? And, of course, everybody remembers the, the Hillary email scandal. As much as Hillary says differently, there were crimes committed. She did violate protocol. She did breach. Uh, there were some national security protocols that were violated. Then FBI Director James Comey in July of 2016 said that very thing. And he said as much. He basically said, look, if this were a regular person, you know, that uh, that committed a similar infraction, that 
they would probably be held accountable, probably would have to serve some time in jail. But that's not what we're doing here. We're not pressing charges on Hillary. So she was allowed to continue to go on her campaign for president. So why am I bringing all this up? Well, this sounds like a bunch of whataboutism. Can you name me one person within the Obama administration that was held accountable for any of this stuff? No? Okay. That, that's my whole point. Because, and, and despite the gaslighting that goes on from, from former Obama officials about how, well, it was such, so nice to serve in a scandal-free administration, or Obama's own terms, there isn't a smidgen of corruption. Okay? Despite all of that, okay, all of the things I just told you, that I li- a whole laundry list of items here, not one person within the Obama administration was held accountable for anything, any of those particular incidents. Not one. Not one. So you want to know why the most ardent Trump supporters are going to stick by him no matter what, even if there is uh, evidence of impropriety in this call with the Ukrainian leader? Because of this very thing. Am I saying that's right? No, I'm not saying it's right. You know, the old classic two wrongs don't make it right. I understand that. But if you want to understand why that they're going to stand by him no matter what, it's like, well, you know, there's your quid pro quo for you. If you're if this is how things are done in Washington, then you better be careful when the next administration comes in that you may not like. So we only have a couple minutes left in this segment. I do want to get to a uh, phone call. Uh, Dan from New Hope is on line one. Hey, Dan, you're on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hey, Brad. You know, I'm a I'm an ardent Trump supporter, and for I think what are a lot of obvious reasons. I don't mean to be insulting, and I think you may agree. Um. How does this not benefit America that a senior politician or any politician is over and acting in a corrupt fashion with his son, flying on uh, government aircraft, striking deals with foreign governments where he gets paid money for being on a board, knowing nothing about what that company does, and then using the president, Vice President George Biden, uh, almost extortion. We won't give you a billion dollars until we remove the investigator mm-hmm. who's investigating my son's legitimacy, uh, you know, whatever. And then, you know, there is no other alternative, Brad. Sure. It's, you know, we have a president who's done more for America than probably in a hundred years. What he's done for America is what matters. And he can talk to anybody about anything he wants to in the world. That's the privilege of the, of the, of the president. There's no crime here. And if there's a crime being committed, which obviously is on the part of the Democrats and historically has been, we don't know how deep this corruption goes. He has every right to ask a foreign leader, could you help me out and look into this for me? There's nothing impeachable. There's nothing he's done that's impeachable. In fact, if anything, there's any crimes that have been committed. It's all on the shoulders of President Obama and his administration. Appreciate the call, Dan. Thanks so much. Uh, yeah, this uh, this is something that could end up ultimately hurting Joe Biden, which in the eyes of progressive Democrats is probably a feature, not a bug. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. Thanks for calling, Dan. We appreciate uh, your support as always. And we'll be back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere.
This is a solicitation of insurance by eHealth, an insurance agency offering plans from different insurance companies. No government or Medicare affiliation. The described coverage is not available in all counties or cases. Paid actor portrayal. Hi, I'm Dave Nemeth. And I'm Barbara Niven. You may have seen us on television talking about an all-in-one card that has the Medicare community talking. The one that gives you coverage for hospital care, doctor visits, prescription drugs, in many cases, even eyeglasses and dental care. For a monthly price that some people find too good to be true. Except it is true. One card, one company, one complete package of Medicare benefits designed to help you get well and stay well. Now that's something worth talking about. Watch your mailbox or learn more online at onecardnow.com. That's onecardnow.com. Please don't put this off. It's too important. Visit onecardnow.com for free information with no obligation. That's onecardnow.com. It may not require a textbook, but it's filled with valuable lessons. It may not take place in a classroom, but it's an ideal environment for learning. It may not involve a diploma, but it can help prepare Minnesota's young people for life. It's high school sports. High school sports can play a critical role in a student's overall education. In fact, studies show that students that participate in high school sports are more likely to enjoy greater levels of achievement in their academic lives. If you think high school sports are only about competition, think again. Better yet, think about attending a high school sporting event in your community. You'll be amazed by what you see. High school sports, a winning part of a complete education. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. This is Dan Proft for townhall.com. Lori Lightfoot was elected mayor of Chicago in April to much national fanfare as a triumph of identity politics. She labeled herself a triple threat because she's black, gay, and female. Now, six months in and amid Chicago's second teacher strike in seven years, Lightfoot has discovered math doesn't care about her intersectionality, and neither does the Chicago Teachers Union. Chicago teachers, already the highest pay in the nation, adjusted for cost of living, rejected a 16% pay increase over five years that would bring the average teacher salary to nearly $100,000. That doesn't include the net present value pension of more than $2 million guaranteed for which teachers contributed only 2% of their salaries. The Chicago public school system currently has nearly $20 billion in bills and less than $3 billion to pay for them. Chicago's Democrat politics have done a torch job on the city finances, rivaling what fire did to the physical city in 1871. Lightfoot is just the latest pyromaniac. I'm Dan Prof. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. Welcome back, Cam Twomey to the Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. This is me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow, hashtag NARNShow. And by the way, we appreciate all of you who came out to our Patriot event this past Tuesday, an evening with Michelle Malkin. Uh, very pleased to see a lot of walk-up uh, uh, ticket buyers coming to the box office and getting tickets at the uh, at the last minute. Uh, it ended up being a very nice crowd. The uh, I, I believe the VIP meet and greet ahead of time was sold out. If not, it was very close. And it was just a fantastic discussion. Uh, Michelle Malkin pr- promoting her book, Open Borders, Inc., and talking about uh, combating illegal immigration. Say what you want about the Trump administration, but 
That has been one positive they've been able to get a hand on, is stemming the tide of illegal immigration. And I get it. This country was was built on immigration, and it's been, we've benefited greatly from those who've wanted to come here and assimilate and uh, make this country what it is today. But uh, given the way this world has progressed in the last 20 years, particularly of how uh, the 9-11 ter- terrorists were here overstaying on their visas, okay, we have to be a little more vigilant. And the Michelle details it in her book, and I hope you'll definitely pick it up. But by the way, we have another Patriot event coming up. You've probably been hearing commercials about it. We're going to promote that in a little bit. Uh, but we want to get to some other items from this past week. Uh, I imagine you've probably, many of you have seen the uh, video of a 16-year-old Swedish uh, teen, Greta Thunberg. She spoke at the UN before world leaders, basically saying, how dare you? You have stolen my dreams and my childhood. Apparently, this was in response to uh, the perceived inaction on climate change. And obviously, this is a very divisive issue because uh, it's settled science. You're not even allowed to ask questions. You're not even allowed to debate on the severity of it. It's settled science. We need to basically get rid of all fossil fuels, uh, get rid of all companies that are burning coal and natural gas. We need to get rid of these uh, particular structures, these buildings. We need to quit driving cars, whatever else. And, uh, you know, I I think Glenn Instapundit Reynolds said it best. I'll start treating this like a crisis when those who are telling me it's a crisis start behaving like it's a crisis. Okay? I mean, think about it. If you have someone like Al Gore, who literally for literally three uh, decades, probably more, this has been his signature issue about the environment, particularly global warming. But uh, that kind of got ridiculed because there because it wasn't shown it was warrant that me uh, the median increase in temperature wasn't as high as they were touting it. So now they're calling it climate change. So then you can attribute everything to climate change. Like tomorrow, it's going to be eighty degrees. Here in the Twin Cities, and the next day it'll be in the 50s. Climate change. You know, I, I mean, everything can be attributed to it now. It's convenient. But if someone like Al Gore said, you know what? I'm going to sell my luxury mansion. I'm going to get rid of all of these vehicles. I'm not going to travel anywhere outside of my one. I'm going to buy a 1,000 square foot townhouse and I'm going to Skype to all my meetings all across the world. And. There, therefore, I'll be using less carbon. I'll be using less fossil fuels because I won't have as big a house to, to take care of. If 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 someone like that made those kind of lifestyle changes, don't you think that would turn a lot of heads? Don't you think that that would grab the attention of a lot of people? It's like, whoa, Senator, uh, former Senator Gore, he's kind of he's walking the walk here. Well, what's going on? Or, or if Leonardo DiCaprio decided to drive to one of those Ivy League colleges on the East Coast, drive from his home in L.A. Uh, in his Prius to these uh, Ivy League colleges, wouldn't that turn a few heads too? Oh, wow, maybe there's something to this. So that's the point. When people who say it's a crisis start start acting like it's a crisis, then it might be taken seriously. Uh, I imagine uh, Senator Osmick uh, uh, may have a few things to Weigh in on this. Uh, we pr- always appreciate him uh, checking in. Uh, Senator Dave Osmick, you're on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. How are you, sir? Yo, Jason, I'm trying to bring up Senator Osmick here. What are you doing, man? Throw a dog a bone here. All right, Senator Osmick, there you are. How are you, sir? Good afternoon, conservative infidels. Yes, it's a crisis. Everything's a crisis. And 
Although was, I think it was Super Tramp did a did an album saying, or I don't know what group it was. It's Crisis. What crisis? I mean, this is insane. Governor Walls is is acting like his emperor Timmy the first, and deciding he's going to uh, just by edict say that we're going to do these things without any legislative involvement. And let me tell you something, Brad. His little uh, rollout of this week. There was not one syllable said to the Minnesota State Senate. Not one syllable. There is no cooperation. There's no legislation. There's nothing other than his emperor, Timmy I, making his own decision. But it's settled science, Senator Osmak. Why would he need to consult the legislature? It's settled science. Don't you know this by now? Yeah, okay. (laughs) Here we go again with settled science. I actually had my legislative assistant, or I'm sorry, my committee minister, actually print out the IPCC report, which in no uncertain terms says we don't know if human interaction is the issue. It could be any number of issues that is actually contributing to this, to climate change. And I have news for everyone. The climate changes every day of every year that we have existed on this miserable little planet. No, I... I... I'm with you on that, Senator, but like I say, uh, this is just a situation where, uh, we, and we know what it's about, and you know as well it's about, it's, a, it's about local control. They want to limit the number of cars that are on the road. They want people to alter their lifestyle. They want people to uh, burn less fossil fuels, use more green energy. I, we, we know what it's all about, but, uh, you know, again, there it's almost as if there's no room for dissent anymore. I mean, people, are asked, people that ask questions... They're just labeled as deniers. No, we want we want clarifications. We're not necessarily denying. We just want you know we just you know and it's and the response is shut up. They explain. Well, and then when it's not good enough for them to lose the court of public opinion, because anytime you look at any polls on this issue, the 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 consensus is is this is one of the lowest ranking issues yes. on the voters' minds. Always. But when that isn't good enough, then you know what happens. We go grab a bunch of kids, which children are the last refuge of this political scoundrel. And when that's not good enough, we import them from Sweden. I don't know. Did you watch that little uh, that little uh, fiasco out of the U of M this week? I was amazed. And what happened and what they were doing, they, they have no compassion, no compunction. They will use and abuse anyone that's possible to follow their agenda. We appreciate the call, uh, Senator Osmick. Uh, we, we always encourage Senator Osmick to kind of uh, kind of take off the shackles and go no holds barred. Hopefully we'll get him to loosen up and really say what's on his mind next time. <laughs> yeah, and I'll try to get him on the phone a little bit quicker, but I was too busy talking to our 2 o'clock guest, oh, Mr. Right. That's all. That's that's all. We're all good. We're all good. Dave got to say what he wanted to say. We appreciate the call, Senator Osmick. Thank you. And and that's that's what I really wanted to hit on, is this seems to be a disturbing trend where progressives, when they can't put up an intellectual defense of their policy stances, put kids out front as you know, it sounds crude to maybe say this, but I'm I'm speaking metaphorically here as as human shields, because wow, no no kind of soulless. You know, it takes a soulless ghoul to criticize a child that's engaged in the issues of our time, and no, we're engaging the substance uh, of what they're saying, of their talking points, and they want it both ways, because if you criticize the substance of their talking points. It's either wow, they're they're just young people. You 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 can't expect them to be full to be fully developed in their in conveying of their of their stances. Well, then why are you putting them up in front of a world stage, like like the United Nations? And by the way, did you notice one of the countries 
that wasn't mentioned, China, who is probably the biggest offender of, of pollution in this entire world. Convenient how that was left off. So this is this is the this is the greater point, and we've seen this with the kids from Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School. You know the Parkland, Florida shooting that took place a year and a half ago, an awful tragedy. And what these kids went through, uh, I don't. I still to this day am flabbergasted how they were put up on a national stage at a town hall meeting less than a week after this tragedy to yell at members of our government about more gun control. I mean, if you're a young person and you are enduring a horrific incident like that where you know of people your own age, kids your own age that were gunned down senselessly, is that really the most prudent thing to be doing? Putting them up in front of national TV to debate policy stances? Or maybe we should probably check on their well-being, their mental health. Because this is a salient issue of our time. And John Gabriel wrote about this at uh, Ricochet, addressing this very thing about how manipulative these manipulative adults, they're doing more harm than good for their kids. Uh, the young, unfortunately, don't have our luxury of perspective, and it's destroying their emotional health. According to the National Institutes of Health, nearly one-third of all 13- to 18-year-olds will experience an anxiety disorder. The numbers continue to go up. Between 2007 and 2012, anxiety in children and teens rose 20%. The suicide rate for young Americans is now the highest ever recorded. Between 2000 and 2017, the number of suicides has doubled for females aged 15 to 24. Males between 15 and 19 kill themselves at a rate of 17.9 per 100,000, up from 13 per 100,000 in the year 2000. Our increasingly anxious kids deserve better. Daily prophecies of global annihilation are deeply unhealthy, not to mention unsupported by the vast majority of research. Even if you accept that human activity is heating the globe, relatively few scientists are predicting the end of the world in 12 years or 17 months. What Thunberg's parents are doing to her borders on child abuse. Hyping increasingly apocalyptic claims is spreading that abuse to every other young person. So... Again, if this is a crisis, I don't know how scaring our kids like this is healthy. I mean, you could maybe convey to them, you know what, here's some of the things you could do to, to, to help out. You know, we're just one person, but if you encourage many of your fellow students to do something like this, a little bit goes a long way. You know, something along those lines. I grew up in the, in the 80s during the Cold War. We were Nuclear Holocaust was something that was talked about quite a bit when the Soviet Union had Nuclear warheads pointed right at the United States. This is something we as kids dealt with. I remember the day, when they showed that movie the day after. It was a depiction of the nuclear holocaust in America. They had they brought in you know uh, social workers to talk to the kids about it and say, "What do you feel?" and talk to us about it. Don't stuff your emotions here. This is just a movie. This is uh, a depiction of what may or may not happen, but. What do you think of this? I still got to give this kid credit, though. Even for whatever reason she is up on that stage, at 16, to have autism and to go up in front of the U.N. and delivered a passionate and empowering speech, I got to give her credit for that, at least, especially when it comes to a topic that, regardless, we can debate the science and exactly what side of the aisle we're on on that. It's still a relevant issue, and trust me, I couldn't possibly do that at 16. So I got to give her credit for that. At oh, least. yeah, no question. And and again, I don't care how mature you are at 16 or how articulate you are. Uh, again, this kind of scenario, I, I, I don't know how it's healthy. And again, I don't know how it moves the debate. 
I mean, this is a young person, articulate. Yeah, that's great. What's her life experience? I mean, she's still only 16, and it's been revealed that her her parents are very sympathetic to uh, far left-wing causes. So you can ascertain from that that they're just using her as, as a prop to pair their own chanting points. Is that right? Is that healthy? I, I don't think so. Now, again, you know, it, she very well could have gone to her parents and say, I need to I need to have the opportunity to speak. But what gives her the gravitas to be able to get up there and speak like that? Because, you know, yeah, I agree. She's articulate and conveyed her feelings very well. But, you know, what gives her the credibility to get up there and do that? And, again, if you want to call us cynical, fine. But I'm sorry. This just feels like nothing more than a manipulation tactic. Like, well, no one would dare, you know, criticize a child. And those who criticize this this young lady and personally attacked her, that was wrong. Absolutely it was wrong. And so therefore, what what do they do? They use it as a cudgel to further their debate. These are classic Alinskyite tactics, and sadly it's become more of the norm in discourse, not only in this country, but literally all around the world. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow, hashtag NARN Show. Brad Carlson, the closer, coming back with one final segment this hour. Go nowhere. AM 1280, The Patriot. Like the rest of us, you're probably tired of all those annoying sales calls to your home telephone number. Now, there's a solution. OurOldNumber.com will block those pesky robocalls from getting through. And most live sales calls will hang up. So how does it work? Callers to your home telephone number will hear a personalized greeting from you. The caller selects the family member they wish to reach, and the call is immediately forwarded onto the family member's cell phone. There's no equipment to buy. There's nothing to install. No long-term contracts. It's still your phone number and remains in directory assistance. The service is only $9.99 per month, and you can eliminate your landline connection and save money. Now, calls to your home phone number can reach any member of the family wherever they are and get rid of those annoying sales calls. OurOldNumber.com. It's just $9.99 per month. Go to OurOldNumber.com to learn how you can get started blocking sales calls today. That's OurOldNumber.com. OurOldNumber.com. You'll be glad you did. Here's another free offer from Lucky Station. Do you want exceptional convenience and still do business with a like-minded Minnesota company? It's Lucky Station Convenience Stores. Larry Elder here with Lucky's owner, Scott Stevens. Don't let the negative news and the upcoming weary winter weather wipe you out. Come into Lucky Stations and let us brighten up your day. Or at least help you see better. Mention AM 1280 The Patriot, and we'll give you a free gallon of windshield wash. We'll make your day better and brighter. Lucky Station, your neighborhood store. Lucky Station is a small group of family-owned convenience stores in a world of giant national chains. They have to work harder to earn your business. Lucky Station has everything that the big-name convenience stores have. Lucky Station, the official convenience store of AM 1280 The Patriot. Find them online at luckystations.com. Mention AM 1280 The Patriot, and we'll give you a free gallon of windshield wash. Lucky Station, your neighborhood store, with nine Twin Cities locations to serve you. If you have cracked teeth, missing teeth, or old, wobbly dentures, you've probably thought about getting dental implants. But when you checked around, you discovered that many places charge a lot of money, $4,000, $5,000, $6,000 a tooth. Well, it's time for you to check out ImplantMiracle.com, the local dental office where top-quality, long-lasting dental implants cost as low as $2,499 a tooth, including the implant abutment and crown, plus your consultation with the dentist is 
free. Standard x-rays are free. And we offer very convenient financing. Why do we call it Implant Miracle? Because with implants as low as $24.99 and other places charging so much more, some people say that being able to get affordable dental implants is a miracle. For more information on how you can save money on dental implants and get a beautiful new smile that you can actually afford, see our website, ImplantMiracle.com. That's ImplantMiracle.com. Young Jesus. Welcome back, AM 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. It's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning in. I don't know about you, but I'm going to stay thugging until the feds come get me. Of course you are. Hat tip to young Jeezy here. <laughs> One final segment. I wanted to weigh in on this uh, this Carson King situation. Now, did you see uh, Did you see this, Jason? A young guy at a uh, college, I guess it was on uh, September 14th during college game day, you know, where uh, mm-hmm. college game day goes to campus and you see all these signs in the background. Mm-hmm. Well, this dude hold up, held up a sign that says, uh, Bush Light Supply needs replenished, <laughs> and here's my Venmo account. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of initially a gag. Well, then he uh, he raised like twenty grand. Yeah, and it's like, whoa, this is raising a lot of money. So this young young guy, Carson King, I believe he's twenty four years old, something along those lines. Yeah, twenty four years old, Iowa State fan, decides to donate this money to the University of Iowa Stead Family Children's Hospital. And as this caught on, Anheuser Busch decided to match some of these donations. They got involved, you know, because obviously he re- referenced uh, Bush Light, uh, his Bush Light supply. And lo and behold, over a million dollars was raised for this hospital. You know, a funny little gag turned into a very nice endeavor. This young man was enjoying his 15 minutes of fame, doing a very noble thing for a college kid. You know, just probably out enjoying a football game, drinking beer. And all of a sudden, he raises hundreds of thousands of dollars for a very worthwhile charity. Well, as we have seen all too often in today's woke culture, what do they do? What is it? What is it? Immediately, the media does. They go out and they plow through his old social media activity. And twenty-four-year-old Carson King said some things eight years earlier as a sixteen-year-old, which were highly objectionable. I'm not going to read some of the tweets. Uh, they were pretty offensive, and they were they were crude. But he was sixteen. Does that excuse the behavior at sixteen? No, you should know better than you're sixteen. But as I've always said, when this this the same thing happened with all-star. Uh, Major League pitcher Josh Hader. It happened with rookie quarterback, uh, then rookie quarterback uh, Josh Allen when he was being drafted in the 2018 draft by uh, Buffalo. And then Kyler Murray, the number one overall pick in this last NFL draft, where they plow through their old social media, find objectionable things, and put it out there. It's like, okay, now what? Should should they not be able to be uh, contributing members to society? Should they not be able to uh, earn a living through their livelihood, which is i.e. athletics? So... Upon these social media posts being uh, dug up by the Des Moines Register, who put forth the story, Anheuser-Busch, who helped Carson King raise all this money, where over a million dollars went to this hospital, decided to sever ties with him. So a very worthwhile, noble cause that was undertaken suddenly is illegitimate because of this things this kid said as a teen. This is where we are now. This is where we are. And by the way, the uh, writer of this story, uh, 
uh, let me get his uh, name correct. It is Aaron Calvin with the Des Moines Register. Now he's formerly with the Des Moines Register. Yeah. Because guess what happens? If these are the kind of games you're going to play, then what goes around comes around. I'm not an advocate for this at all because, again, Aaron Calvin, people dug through his old social media history and dug up old tweets. It's like, hey, Des Moines Register, you put out there when people just were enraged that you decided to sandbag Carson King this way. They dug out, They said, okay, if these are your rules, you say, well, we typically do this with subjects of our stories, look through their old social media as a, as a background check. What? Background check? Okay, well then, if you're going to do that to a subject of your story, wouldn't it behoove you to do that with an employee of your organization? So they looked at Aaron Calvin's old social media posts, found some very objectionable things, and they were painted into a corner and it ended up, ended up firing Aaron Calvin. Now again... Uh, it's despicable, this whole thing around what they did to Carson King. I don't agree with they having to fire this employee either. But if these, if this is a standard you're going to set, which you apparently have trouble holding yourselves up to, then you are left with no choice but to let this guy go. Uh, what I a was, complete mess. Yeah, I was on the phone. Did you mention uh, what happened when the register actually contacted Carson King and said what they were going to publish at all? I didn't. Yeah, I've, he, I heard about it. He fessed up. Yeah. He was just like, yep, I did this. Uh, it was me. It was a few years ago when I was a teenager. I apologize for it. But he he didn't, like, try to lie. He didn't try to cover it up. He fessed well, up to. right I mean, away. I mean, and, your social media account, there's no reason to lie. That's true. But Exactly. But, uh, but a lot of people would lie in that situation. That's just it. And he actually decided to take the high road. So all this is, you're right, it is a mess. The thing with the reporter is a mess. I don't know if he should have been fired, but uh, a really... Great story for this what is, it did in terms for the money that was raised, but also a terrible story at the same time. So, yeah, and then this is my point. So something he did as a dumb teenager eight years earlier suddenly illegitimizes this very noble thing that he's doing, helping a lot of people by raising this money. The good news is, is that I guess there was a brewery in Geneseo, Illinois, that decided to uh, take on King's cause, and they will be working with him a little bit further. So... Uh, there is still for, room for forgiveness and grace in this country, I like to think, but this is happening way too often. And it's the it's the world we live in now where you know everybody has access to put their thoughts, their innermost thoughts right out there in the public. This is another lesson. Kind of think a little bit before you do that. Hour number one in the books. Hour number two coming back in mere moments right here. AM twelve eighty. National competition for your business is eating away at your customer base faster than you can keep up. It's as if they have a back room of digital marketing minions swallowing your customers one by one. And it's not a pretty sight. What if you could beat them with your own minions? You need Salem Surround, a full-service digital agency with all your digital marketing under one roof. When a potential customer searches for your product, do they find your business or the competition? Is your contact information accurate and everywhere it should be to reach today's digital consumer? Does your website have all the right tools to turn visitors into leads? We've got some solutions. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and to help get your message in front of today's digital audience. We'll help deliver customers by putting your business message in the right place at the right time. Don't just invest in a marketing strategy. You need to surround your target audience. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. There are tons of perks to being a member of the AM 1280 The Patriot Freedom Fan Club. Join this month and you could win a signed copy of The War for America's Soul by Dr. Sebastian Gorka. 
Sign up today at am1280thepatriot.com. Just click on Fan Club. The Freedom Fan Club is brought to you by Lucky's Stations and their nine metro locations. Visit them at luckystations.com. remember when we found out we were expecting you and we were so surprised. You were? Yep, but then we heard your heartbeat and knew you were going to change our lives. What happened after that? Well, you grew and grew in my tummy. You started kicking, sucking your thumb, and even making a fist. No wonder I was a surprise. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives or assistance or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366- 7773 or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org or better yet simply dial pound 250 on your cell phone and say the keyword pro life pro life across america is non-political and totally educational a baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception Do you remember dressing in a costume and trick-or-treating as a kid? Of course you do. Stop in at American Pressure during October. We've got candy of all sorts and types. And while you're in for that free candy, you might as well get those pressure washer parts you need too. It's the perfect time to clean the mud and gunk off your truck. It doesn't need to wear a costume of mud for Halloween either. See what we can do for you. Stop in at 3810 West Broadway in Robbinsdale. AM 1280 The Patriot is 